This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Last month, we started talking and sharing about the more known first three lines of the Serenity Prayer. Our guests shared their experiences of God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. If you missed them, you can listen um, on the podcast at kpulpit.co.za forward slash podcast forward slash into me see with dashes in between. This month, we're going to talk about the less known middle portion of the serenity prayer, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time. Accepting hardship as a pathway to peace. And as always, we have guests that will be joining us, three guests, later in the month. Today, it's just Frederick and me talking a little bit more about this. And then we're going to have two ladies, one that recovered from drug addiction, and she's going to tell us how this applies to her life. Another lady who's a friend and a family member of an addict, and she's going to tell us how it applies to her life. Life. Her name is Adin. And the last, the last episode, maybe, Frederick, you can tell us about that one for the month. The yeah, next. thank mm-hmm. you very much, Suki. And yeah, this is a very, very important part of the prayer for, for me as well. And I'll be speaking to a reverend or a pastor, David, uh, from the Presbyterian Church and also his experience during this time of the pandemic and uh, to see how we can apply all these uh, during the COVID uh, pandemic um, because it affects every one of us in, in, in some depth or other. So that's also a very, very important part, I think, that we need to be looking at. Absolutely. Mm, and... Um, you know, I, I think one needs to really be careful and I need to look at myself because I can, I know the serenity prayer out my head already. Um, I can recite it and, um, and then it can so easily just become routine. Oh. And we forget the deeper meaning of what does it really mean to live one day at a time and and to enjoy one moment at a time. Absolutely. And I know, Suki, um, I've experienced you uh, when we were at home that you intentionally look at enjoying one day at a time. Mm. Can can you share with our listeners a little bit about that, please? Mm, sure. Just before I get into that, Frederick, I was thinking we maybe just need to tell people that are maybe listening for the first time today, and they say, what? What is the serenity pressing? Mm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, just to let them know again what it is. It's a prayer that is often prayed at 12-step groups and at Celebrate Recovery. And it's very applicable for people who struggle with addictions and friends and family members of those struggling with addictions because it really helps us to know we cannot control things. You know, I remember about um, addictions always, I cannot cure it, I haven't caused it, and I can't control it. Mm, And this prayer has a lot to do with that. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, and so it starts with that, what what I've read when we started with the program, Lord, give me the courage, what was it, give me the serenity to accept Mm. the things I can. And courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it continues by saying... Living one, one day, day at a time. time. And in, that's the part you want me to talk about, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So, yes, because living one day at a time sometimes gets really hard. And I don't think it's only for those who struggle with addictions, Frederick. Mm. I, especially in this time of COVID, the pandemic, um, it's hard because our minds are always, what if, you know? Mm. And that's mm. about things that can happen in the future. Mm. And mm. maybe even what if I've already picked, I was in contact with someone with COVID. And so what do I do with that now? Mm. Um, mm. And so we're so busy with the what ifs, um, that we focus, we keep on focusing on the past or on the future. Mm. And we live, we miss out on living in the present. Mm. And it's almost like a, a cliche, live in the present, and the present is a gift. Today mm. is a <laughs> gift, you know. What was that? Yeah. That was from, what was it? I forgot now. It, it was a, a play that you played in, and it was also oh, a movie yes. where yeah. the slogan was, today is a, is a gift of the present. Mm. It's, it's like a gift. Mm, mm. And um, yes, but so it's almost like a cliche, but how to live that mm. and not to be so busy with doing all the things that I had to do yesterday. And you ask me how I, I do it and um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out now how do I do it. I guess in the beginning, the morning when I opened my eyes to say to Jesus, this is your day, you've given me this day. Mm. And I want to live this day to the full and help me to see what's happening today through your eyes mm. and help me with my automatic responses this day, that it will be according to your will. Mm. Um, so each day is a new day and the Bible says he gives us new mercies every day. Great mm -hmm. is your mm -hmm. faithfulness, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's one small way. That I look at that. So that's in, that's in very important part is the start of the day, and uh, it's very much to do with our attitudes. Is what is happening in our minds when we start the day? Um, you know, Suki, I find myself um, easily caught up either in the past, uh, a lot less these days, uh, because I'm in a journey of of restoration and recovery. But I find myself often wondering about the future. So, so my struggle is um, looking towards the future and seeing the, what you talked about now. What if this happens? What if I do? What if this doesn't? What if that doesn't happen that I've been expecting? So for me, it is, it is really a, a concentrated, intentional focus that I need to start my day off with is – I want to delight in the Lord today, and I was reading in the Psalms, uh, delight in the Lord, and he will grant you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we often want to focus on the desires of our heart, and very often those desires of the heart are focused on the future and not on delighting in the Lord today. Mm. And uh, so that is my that is the focus that I need to make mm. is oh Lord you are so wonderful. I delight in you. Thank you that you delight in me and to take that message or that thought through the day with me. Mm. And um, and in that way it becomes easier to live in today mm. uh, to live in the here and now. And uh, we'll get to the to the next part because um, you know we don't always experience the nice things and the delightful things. Mm. Um, that sounds very much 
uh, like living in God's presence. Mm. But it's easy to say, but it's not so easy to do. Yep, not at all. Yeah. Trevor Hudson, and we're still reading his book, Seeking Serenity, that we refer to many times in the program. It's a daily devotional on the prayer, the serenity prayer. And it reminds me of something we read just recently about the electricity. Mm. He said, he told a story, he said that when electricity got turned on for the first time in northern <laughs> England, they, um, people were very resistant. And I'm sad to admit, Frederick, and you know, I mean, when computers just started, you wanted to buy a computer. And I said to you, why do we need a computer? Nobody needs a computer. We've been li- able to live without it our lives long. Why do we? It's that resistance mm, that we all have mm, to change. change. Eh? Oh, mm-hmm. So people didn't want those electricity cables. They feared it. And uh, even after they installed it, people didn't use electricity. They continued to use their little lamps, you know, and lighting a candle. Mm-hmm. And then one old lady, dear old lady, said, but she uses the electricity. And in, in the evening she puts on, she turns on the light so that she can find her matches and the candle so that she can light the candle. Then she turns the electricity off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's a funny story, but it's a very, uh, that really struck home for me when I read that because... It says something about how we um, how we we don't really use God's presence throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. We use it in the morning when we do our quiet time, and then we forget and we continue with the day, forgetting that God's presence is like a current in us, is mm-hmm. in us, mm-hmm. that we can mm-hmm. tap into that any time of the day. Yeah, it's so 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 typical of um, often my day and I think often of the days of many other folk where we we switch that energy on and we connect with the Lord and we've said, okay, now I've done my quiet time. Now I've connected with the Lord. And then we switch him off and we switch on, we turn on our own candles. And mm. sometimes we light the candle on both ends and uh, by the end of the day, we're exhausted and tired uh, because we haven't been in contact with him throughout the day and doing what he wills for Mm. my life and surrendering my life, my will over to him. Um, And that's part of the of the 12 steps that mm. I'm just referring the third to now. Step, hey? mm-hmm. But Suki, um, let's continue after the break and then we'll continue with this uh, central portion of the serenity prayer. So, Suki, yeah, thank you for our listeners for being with us today. And um, I was just contemplating on what are the things that make me or distract me from the here and now, from from today and living today. And very often it's the wounds of my past and, um, and you know, community and people are very often quick to remind us of our defects of character or our wrongdoings. And for me, it is very easy to have dwelled on those things. Um, but in my recovery journey, I have come to to realize that they need to be restored. Those wounds need healing. Mm-hmm. So it's good to engage in them, to recognize them, and bring them with the help of others to the Lord so that we may find healing, mm. so that they do not become a distraction for today and living in today. And um, also not to worry about the future because the Lord tells us over and over, Jesus, that we are not to worry about what we will eat, what we will wear, Mm. because he will take 
care of mm. us. And He will be with us. Yes. Irrespective of what happens, He's going to be there, right mm. with us. Mm. Right with we us. We can yeah, tap yeah. into that current of electricity, <laughs> mm. like the story we just told before the break, anytime, hey. Suki, what are the, some of the moments um, that that you enjoy in the day? Because we talked a little bit about living one day at a time, but mm-hmm. the prayer continues to say enjoying one moment at a time. And I know you love enjoying moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Share some of those with us, please. Mm-hmm. Frederick, you know, and I think that's also thanks to some of the things I've read over, the, over time and mm-hmm. some of the courses, the studies we did. That really helped me. I became more and more aware of what it is. does it mean to live in the moment. Mm. And trauma, what trauma does, often when there's some addictions in our lives, uh, we struggle with trauma. Mm. You know, uh, they talk about the big T and the small T. Often there was like a big trauma. And then if people are not fully healed, maybe they're still in the recovery journey and they still struggle with some things. Mm. There's trauma. And trauma splits the mind, the body and spirit. Mm. So it's important. That's why mindfulness, I don't know why they call it mindfulness, because it's actually being mindful to be in the body and to connect with your spirit. Mm. That's what Mm. it's about. And some people think it's a new age thing, but it's not because um, we need to live holistically. The Mm. Bible often talks about body, mind and spirit. Mm. It needs to be one. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but um, we focus so much on something else and then you're not in the body. Mm. Um, like I'm making coffee, but I'm worrying about some bill that I'm not able to pay or mm. whatever. So my mind is not, and then I do stupid things and I don't know what I've done. I put my keys where I cannot find it again, or um, I put the coffee, the coffee cup in the fridge or something like that because my, my mind and my body is not connected mm. at that moment. Mm. So these exercises I'm talking about is to help to connect those things, to integrate. So one of the things I do in the mornings when I wake up, when I love opening the curtains, because when I do, I'm saying to myself, I'm with what I'm doing. I'm looking outside and I'm looking at the new day. And I think God said, great is my faithfulness and my my mercies are new every day. Mm. And I thank him Mm. for the day and I look out at how beautiful it is and I let the light shine in. And as the light floods into the room, I say, Lord Jesus, Flood me with your light. Mm. All the dark places shine into that today. I want to live with you. Mm. You know, so everything I try to thank him. I thank him the morning when I can turn on the, the kettle and thank him for this new day and that I can have coffee to drink and a rusk that my husband baked because Frederick bakes the best rusks <laughs> and very healthy. And then I can be thankful for that. So turning mindful being thankful, mm. um, being thankful for the coffee and enjoying and tasting that coffee. Mm. Um, so those are just, and, and even when I walk, a while ago I broke my one foot and then I couldn't really step on my foot and I realized how much I like it to walk on my whole foot almost like, you know, from head to toe. Heel to toe. Yeah, sorry, heel to toe, not head to toe. And... Um, and how much I enjoy that moment of walking like that and kind of jumping or leaping while I'm walking sometimes. And now when I do that, every time I think, oh, thank you, Lord, for my feet. Um, this is so wonderful that 
I can, that my feet can still carry me after all these, I mean, the sixth decade of my life now, and my mm. feet are still so good. Mm. And I know at this time, I'm probably boring everybody to death, but just to, to, to give an example of how we can be mindful. And I love nature, Frederick. Mm. And mm. when I'm outside, I will look at the intricacy of every little, little leaf and flower. And it's all being, whenever we work with the five senses, what I can see, what I can hear, Mm. what I can smell, what I can taste, and what I can feel. Mm. All those things help us and anchors us to be in the moment. Yeah, and that, that, that isn't dependent on our economic status. Exactly. Uh, it's not dependent on how much um, social contacts I have with other people. So even if we are staying in a very humble, simple home, the moment we open that door and we go outside and the sun is shining, we can start receiving that warmth. If it's raining, we can say, wow, look at all this water coming from heaven, granted by God to feed and to, to nourish. Um, so we can always get, no matter what our circumstances is, we can get into that moment and fill our minds and renew our minds like the Lord tells us to do. Renew your mind mm. so that you may receive healing and so that you may receive the Lord in his fullness. Mm. Um, and mm. isn't that gratitude, Frederick? Because mm. what you're saying now is all being grateful. Yes. Seeing it and thanking God for it. So seeing it with your mind and linking uh, so through your body. The mm. mind and link it with your spirit. Thank God for that and invite him into that day and, and to reveal himself to me in that day. Mm. It sounds like seeking the kingdom first mm. and many of the, and all the other things uh, will be added into that. But Suki, I'm not saying that um, there's no hardship. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think this is where the beauty of this prayer continues because it it recognizes that there is hardship mm. and it continues by saying accepting hardship as a pathway to peace wow that's a difficult one can you just mm. explain a little bit or your experience about that part yeah hardship is so part of our life say mm. um i mean the lord didn't say if you have trouble when you have trouble yeah hey, because we will have trouble Mm. But God is with us. Mm. Um, but we do experience trouble. And it sounds so wonderful, all these things that we're saying to each other, be grateful. But we all know when the popo hits the fan, mm -hmm. <laughs> then all those thoughts are out of the window. I don't know about you, but mm. then I really struggle not to get angry and to get upset and to get worried about stuff, right? Mm. Um, but how we have seen in our lives, we've, we've had a lot of hardship, and I guess like many of our listeners have also experienced, because part of that I think has so much to do that God is showing us you cannot depend on these earthly things. Mm. It's not going to work the way you think. It's not about that. It's about the fact that I am with you, mm. even if the fig trees don't blossom mm. and there's no flock in the fold. Yes, yeah. I forgot now the yeah. exact word. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. But even if that happens, God will be with me. Hey, yeah. And to know, and I, I don't know about you, but the people that I've met that are the sweetest people, are often the people that have struggled mostly with hardships. People mm. that had cancer, whose kids passed away, terrible things happened to them. But not those that got bitter, 
those who got better through it. Yeah. Because they they stayed with Jesus. They lamented. Mm. You know, Suki, this almost takes me back to the first two lines of, of the prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Mm. And I think our, our our distress and our worry and, and our anxiety comes from trying to change the things we cannot change. Exactly. And when we focus on those things, and that is when our hardship becomes an agony mm. and our hardship doesn't become a source uh, to grant us peace. Yes. So I think that is the beauty of, of this prayer, and we're going to be exploring it further because it continues after this. And um, But I think it, it all ties in but by living today. Um, because even if we do have hardship, there are so many other things that we can be grateful for. And when we go into a renewed, a renewed mind and a renewed attitude, and when we go into lamenting instead of complaining, that is when we can start experiencing that peace. Uh, could you explain a little bit more about the difference between complaining and lamenting? Yes. I love doing that. It's something I learned from Anne Foskamp about this. Yes. She uh, on blogs and so on also suffered a lot with depression in her life. Anne Forslew, I think. Yeah, no, Foskamp. A uh, Foskamp. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's, she explained that there's a difference between complaining. Complaining is when we get angry and we're frustrated and we're actually a little bit upset with God also because where was he when this happened? Mm, 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 but mm. lamenting means I express I'm so sad, I'm so upset, I'm so frustrated. Um, this is really hard. But in that, I take it to God and I don't hold on to that. I give it to God. I release my anger to him. I'm taking it to him. I I wrestle with him like Jacob did, mm. and I give it to him. And then, then at the end, I work through it and I receive his peace. Mm. Maybe mm. not immediately, but I release it to him. Mm. Many of the Psalms, and listeners, you can, you can Google this, Psalms of Lament. There are many Psalms of Lament in the Bible. I'm just going to read the 77 to you quickly. That says, I cry out to God. Yes, I shout. Oh, that God would listen to me. When I was in deep trouble, I searched for the Lord. All night long, I prayed with hands lifted toward heaven, but my soul was not comforted. And then if you continue to read, it's interesting, all the emotions, if you would look at the emotions. But at the end, then Asaph, he was the, the, the writer of the psalm, he said, You led your people along that road like a flock of sheep with Moses and Aaron as their shepherds. At the end, oh, and it, just before it, it said, um, you, the road led through the Red Sea, your pathway through mighty waters, but God, you were there. Mm. So it always ends with the fact that God is there and we're not alone in that. That's a beautiful place that we can end today's recording and mm. to today's visit, Suki, is that we are always accompanied mm. by God through his people, through his spirit. And and listeners, if you would like to make some comment and you would like to get to know a little bit more about the program, go to kpulpit.co.za and um, you could send your messages or if you have any of those to frederick suki at kpulpit.co.za 
or go and listen to the podcast if there's something that you missed or maybe you tuned in halfway through this message. Go to kpulpa.co.za forward slash podcasts and look for our podcast. Into Me See, mm. and you can listen to this episode and to the many others that mm. we have done before this. And look out for us on social media. Mm. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we often advertise the, um, the programs and what's coming the week before, a day before the program starts. So be sure that you tune in. It was wonderful visiting with you. See you next week. Thank you, Suki. See you, everybody. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.